Alrighty, welcome to the podcast. This is the episode, the first episode of this entire thing, which is exciting. I have spent a considerable amount of time developing products and things that people can use and utilize for their own development and growth in terms of health and fitness. Uh, my name is Kyle Rausch. I have been a personal trainer for around nine years now, um, and I, you know, I learn stuff all the time and I and I think it's the backbone of why my life has progressed to where it is and you know humbly I'm, I'm not the greatest I'm not the fastest I'm not the strongest I'm not the, the best personal trainer in the world that's not what I'm saying I'm saying we all can learn and the more we utilize learning at least this is what I've noticed in my life the better our lives typically get overall now I'm going to basically be talking about everyone else's ideas this whole podcast is not about me it's about impressive people, how to learn from them, what to learn. And even in this process, I might be learning the wrong things and I might be teaching you things that are not necessarily the truth. But what I'm going to try and do is teach you as I learn. As such, I will learn in this process because the best way to learn is to teach uh, neuroscientifically or in terms of just building habits and learning lessons. This is why being a personal trainer is so cool because when you learn something, you take a new course, you read a new book, you apply something in science, you can apply it directly to your clients. They'll think that you know <laughs> that you know what you're talking about, but really you just learned what what it was and that's that's the cool part. I think I've told every client I've ever trained, you're my new guinea pig. You're the new person to practice on, the new person to learn. So candidly, every single person that I work with is going to be, you know, a test dummy, but in the greatest of ways, because I'm furthering my skills, sharpening my knowledge, improving my capacity to help people. So this podcast is exactly that. Every single time I learn something, I'm going to take the coolest thing that I learned that day. Or if I, if, you know, it was a very redundant day, I'll, I'll pick on something that I've learned in the past that I think would be helpful for you. I'll try not to overlap too many concepts, even though a lot of my concepts are going to be overlapped. So we're going to cue the theme song. You can, the theme song, <laughs> tough to say, the theme song, and you guys can get a feel for what this podcast is going to be about, and we'll kick it off. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, so I think it's important to discuss what this podcast is and what it is not. Uh, yes, daily fitness learning, but what does that mean? Like, what are we learning about? And if you look all over media, you can see talks about strength being the answer, powerlifting the way you get into the best shape, calisthenics the best way to build your abs, crunches being super effective yoga being the answer to all of your problems. The hard part about fitness is that it's all encompassing. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about your capacity as a human to be fit. So in my products, 
yes, I think fitness is super important, but I don't believe that many people lack the capacity to improve their fitness. I believe people lack the capacity in their mindset to be able to exercise hard, to be able to push themselves and enjoy things that are not enjoyable immediately, to delay gratification, to work on themselves. This is the magic of the podcast. And I'm not just going to preach about mindset the whole time, but we can definitely layer in and say that it's really, really important to not focus in on one modality of fitness as being right, wrong, good, bad, smart, dumb, you know, most men don't do yoga, you know, women don't weight lift, like it's, it's not about that, it's like what is this, you know, scientifically the most effective for us to be able to apply to our body physically and then what is the mentality, what is the mindset we need to be able to get ourselves through the doors because that's, that's where most people trip up, right? We know that we're addicted to carbs and sugar like crazy. We know that we're addicted to the to the couch and instant gratification and instant pornography and instant everything, fun, fast, and easy, you know? And we live in this world of perfectionism like, oh, what's wrong with you? You're not perfect, you're not rich, you're not shredded, you're not, you know? And we look up to all these people as if they're somehow super uh, heroic in nature, like they, you know, they had some sort of gift, but the truth is, Unless, of course, it was inherited, which fitness cannot be, unless it's a lifestyle habit that you inherited from your family, you have to work to maintain it. But the cool part is that there's some remarkable science around mentality and mindset. And to kick it off, I would recommend, and I recommend almost all of my clients, in-person and personal training clients, check out a book called Mindset. Mindset is written by a lady named Carol Dweck who coined the term around growth mindset. And as you step into this podcast, I want you to have a growth mindset. I'm gonna say stuff that scientifically is the most up-to-date or at least the most recent thing that I've read. So it's upon you to debate what I teach in this podcast, weigh it for yourself, try it out, experiment on your body through the process of improving your life through work. Fitness does not come from a 90-day program. It does not come from a diet. It does not come from keto. It comes from an effective, consistent lifestyle that you can live over time. Are you sleeping regularly? Are you drinking enough water consistently? Are you eating enough protein around your workouts? Do you even understand what nutrition timing is? And if you don't, no problem. Growth mindset means you're learning how to improve your fitness. It's not about having something now, like, you know, life, the work is never done. You're consistently having to sharpen your skills and improve your capacity over time. And that over time is the root of what I'm talking about here. This is this is abstract stuff. But the truth is, if you can't plan out your fitness goals and you can't work towards them, your, your body's not going to change over time. Like, you know, we look at fitness as if like, oh, you know, I work with as clients, you know, my initial clients. Oh, they didn't lose weight within three months. It's like, no, but mechanically, they're a lot more more efficient. They lift much safer. They're more effective human beings. They have shit tons more energy. They're way more capable in life because of the exercises they've been putting in. Now, they didn't gain muscle or lose any body fat because their eating habits are not conducive as such to do so. Their stress and inflammation markers are through the roof. And I'm not trying to overwhelm you with concepts, but the truth is your waistline is going to be a direct reflection of your lifestyle, not the 45 to an hour minute window that we have delegated to be able to be our fitness time. Humans, 
based on some books that I've pulled in that whether or not are right or wrong have suggested human beings move from six to eight hours a day. How are we changing you know, our modern lifestyle so that we're sitting the vast majority of our day, but in a 45 minute window, we're gonna make ourselves absolutely shredded and ripped? Like that, does, it doesn't add up. Like logically, it doesn't make any sense. So, first concept, you are not fit or unfit. You are in the position of improving your life. And you, if you can find the little wins, and you can stay the course and stay in the right direction, you will be on track to improving your future in fitness. That's the slogan of this entire company because it's about pursuit of your outcomes. Truth is, you'll never actually fully arrive. Even There's good science now, even the richest people on the planet still have the same kind of emotional struggles, anxiety problems, right? And I believe the neuroscience or the psychology is studied to be around about a month or two once you've reached a certain echelon, like you've hit another goal. Like human beings are goal-based creatures, so if you're not pursuing something, you can feel deflated. I work with a remarkable amount of people and I find maybe this is right or wrong, but as a suggestion, that typically people do better when they're in pursuit of something. So. I'm encouraging you to pursue fitness in a certain way. And I'm hoping this podcast can help you do that through my own lessons as you know, my job is to coach the planet on how to be healthy. My job is to heal the planet. So the first lesson I think is understanding balance. I don't believe that balance is real. I don't believe it is something you can ever truly achieve. I, I do believe that you can get into something of balancing, uh, there's a good book called The One Thing written by a billionaire named Gary Keller. He owns Keller Estate, uh, res, uh, real estate company. Sells, you know, he's a billionaire. Maybe he's a billionaire. I don't know his net worth. He's, he's very, very wealthy, very successful. Uh, the head of a real estate company and it's a very large real estate company. But this guy said that success happens at the extremes. It does not come from balance. It comes from the pursuit of balance. You do not succeed in anything remarkable and stand out by playing in the middle, by playing within the masses, playing in the mediocres. And we can look at these extremes if we look at like where the richest part of the population is. Like only 1% of the world's wealth is in like, you know, 99% of the world's wealth is in 1% of the planet's hands. And if we look at fitness, 2% of the planet in first world nations, I'm not gonna go into you know underfed, malnourished nations, Not, we're just not going there because truth is, in, in first world countries, about 2% of the population, this is a stat that I heard, whether it's right or wrong does not matter, but it, it, this is something that I heard um, from a, you know, a number of remarkable colleagues, health professionals, saying that only 2% of the population actually can see their abs from an athletic lifestyle and disposition. You might be able to see your abs because you're what's called an ectomorph, which is a, a thinner body type, but what does this mean? It means that people who do things in extreme ways get extreme results. But there is an act of rebalancing because we all crash. Every single person will burn out. They will hit a wall. And I think this is where success conversation doesn't really do a great job because all you ever hear from Gary Vaynerchuk or stupid impressive people is like, you know, no leisure time, work till you drop. 16 hours a day, I'm effective, I can outwork anyone. Like, strength, 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 strength. Like, there's nothing wrong with being strong and being stoic. 
right? Like I'm, I'm a big believer in mental toughness, a big believer in doing the things you should do, whether you feel like it or not, like not just succumbing to your emotions, emotional intelligence. Like I am big on your capacity to be tough. But there's a beautiful saying, and I think it was Ralph Waldo Emerson that said, it is difficult for the strong man to be weak as it is for the weak man to be strong, which means there has to be a balance here. You cannot be rigid and cold and shut off and focused and functioning and, and hyper effective all the time. So we take a page in a Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, and say it's in the art of rebalancing. And if we continue literature and pull in from a guy named Dr. John Morardi, who is the CEO or the doctor behind the information uh, within a course called Precision Nutrition. It's teaching all of, I believe across the planet, when I lived in Australia, I used to live in Australia, um, it was talked about largely Precision Nutrition being a very effective nutrition certification course. And here in Canada, very, very highly talked about amongst you know nutrition coaches. But what he says is that the vast majority of nutrition problems is, is not necessarily in the science of metabolism in carbohydrates, fat, and proteins, like understanding macronutrients and intermittent fasting. Like that's not, that's not the big problem. The big problem is people have a really poor relationship with food. They think that like good food is good and bad food is bad. And if you're a healthy person, you can't eat M&Ms. And like, you know, if, if I, if I could truly not eat M&Ms, like I'm a, I'm a healthy person. If I could not eat M&Ms ever, I would, I would go crazy. M&Ms are amazing. Sure. They make you feel drunk or hung over the next day, but they are remarkable. So what does Berardi suggest in this book? And I, and I tried to apply this to my life as I was kind of coming up and learning and I'm still super excited to take more nutrition courses. I don't know everything, but I have applied this to my life and to coach it and encourage my clients to live this way and they find remarkable success when they can adhere to the lifestyle demands. 90 10. 90% of the time you're living with purpose and 10% of the time you're living for fun. There is no such thing as good food and bad food or a good habit or a bad habit. Good habits are all good. Bad habits that people, the quote unquote bad ones, I'm scrunching my fingers here to do the, you know, the impression. A bad habit, quote unquote, is like things that don't create good outcomes for your health. So someone says like, oh, smoking is bad or oh, drinking is bad or oh, pornography is bad. Like yes, those things done in excess can be very detrimental towards your psychology and your own physical well-being. But doing them once is not necessarily bad. It's highly pleasurable. I don't know if you've ever tried any of those those four or five things that I've talked to you about. Like they can be remarkably pleasurable if you have those associations. It's having the balance, 90-10, right? 90% of the time you're living with purpose. 90% of the time, I don't drink. I drink maybe like once every month or two, right? When I drink, I'm out to have fun. I'm not like super reserved about it. I'm not like, you know, I'm just, I'm there to be as, to live as, as effectively as I possibly can, to be in the, the moment, to be an experience. And yes, I struggle with this. I'm not a perfect human. But the suggestion is to try and find pleasurable food and purposeful food. Just like purposeful experiences and pleasurable experiences. Like you cannot just bubble bath all day long. You're not gonna get effective outcomes. There's no outcome from a pleasurable bubble bath, except for the fact that you feel great. But if you had work to do and you took a bubble bath, you're going to have poor outcomes. But if you work all the time and never have a bubble bath, you're missing out on life's pleasure of having a bubble bath. I know this is like abstract shit, but we're talking about your, your lifestyle and, and why that relates to how well you can be effective. Because if you train in the gym, lifting weights, seven days a week, it's going to be a lot. Like you're going to, you're going to hit a wall, right? Eventually. And it's going to be very different, 
difficult on your physiology. There's a lot of science suggesting that training six, seven days a week is very difficult on your physiology. And whether or not this is right or wrong, you know, you say Arnold Schwarzenegger trained five to six hours a day. Sure, he did. He was also a genetic anomaly, and he also was on gear. Like, he was he was taking steroids, and he, he admittedly opened, uh, you know, suggested that he was within his book, Total Recall. Now, I'm not trying to slander or put anyone down or do anything here. All I'm suggesting is the science that I'm suggesting for you is you can have an awesome, healthy outcome, rarely get sick, be in great shape, look good naked, you know, feel confident in your own skin, be strong, uh, and and also you know have good relations in your life and be able to experience and go out and party and you know if you want to do that you don't you don't have to do anything there's no you don't even have to want to exercise if you're listening to this podcast maybe you can just be interested in pulling information right how you use this is entirely your call but why I'm doing it is I I believe I can service the planet by teaching them about concepts that have dramatically improved my life that I'm. You know, now relaying and trying to teach the clients that I work with. Important to understand, there are no perfect people. There is not a perfect person anywhere on this planet, and I don't expect you to be, but through this process, we should learn a lot. Today's lesson, concluding it, 90-10. 90% of the time, you know, map this out, put it on paper. What are you eating this week? You know, are you drinking enough water each and every day, seven days a week? You know, if you're not, you know, what every, I don't know, seven, eight days, you miss a liter or two or you don't drink much water that day, no problem. But 90% of the time, you're looking to drink a substantial amount of water, like your weight in kilograms times 30, 30 to 40 milliliters. Like, and, and there's different conversions. If you wanna know the science behind it, I believe it's 30 to 40 milliliters per body weight kilogram is what's projected in precision nutrition of the minimum water intake now that's a baseline, that's before any any sweating or energy expenditure or differences in body types, but you can take that as a baseline if you wanna understand how much water to drink. Um, and how often are you drinking that baseline? You know, How often are you eating consistently, eating pre-workout food like an apple or you know, um, having post-workout food like some lean meat or a high amount of vegan protein, whatever that means to you. Um, and carbohydrates to recover. Like, and we're not going down the whole science of nutrition right now, but the 90-10 lifestyle, I believe, is super important. It's not ketosis. It's not, you know, the Atkins diet or uh, intermittent fasting. Those things are effective. They would not be famous if they weren't effective. But what I'm trying to coach you into here is a better relationship with yourself so that you can get awesome outcomes for your life, fitness-wise, health-wise, you know, outcomes. We're going to learn from impressive people. There's going to be people on on this podcast interviewed about why they're so effective. There's going to be people within the end game training system and the end game platforms who have gotten remarkable outcomes from this way of living. Um, and I know it works because I've experimented on myself. You know, and you don't have to do what I do, but I say this a lot, and I'm going to end with this: is you know, I tell my clients, and this is not to be cocky. This is just like growth mindset. If you do everything I say, you'll get everything you want. Now, how can I be cocky that way? Because if they do everything I say and it doesn't work, we now know what's not working and we can continue to hunt and find good sources of different professionals, ask different questions, learn and take more courses, read more books and try and solve more problems, right? When I say, if you do everything I say, you'll get everything you want. 
you'll now understand all the things that either do or don't work if you've truthfully given them the time as, a, as an honest, true experiment. So in that light, 90-10, 90% of the time living with purpose, trying to improve your life, exercising hard, going to work on time, being a good person. 10% of the time playing video games, having fun, going out and partying, drinking beer, like whatever you want to do. But it, is that when that ratio becomes 80-20, 70-30, that 30% of fun starts to become pretty unhealthy. So instead of trying to walk the straight line, try and live at the extremes, the, the success. Gary Keller, the one thing comes from the extremes, but you can't play at all or nothing forever because if you're at all, one day you're gonna crash and eventually you're gonna be at nothing. I would prefer you hover around that 90% and just go just close to the edge. You play mental toughness close to the edge, but you don't go all the way where you have to burn it. Sometimes, but nuances. So. You do everything I say, you get everything you want. Well, problem solve your way through life. That is your future in fitness, and that's what this podcast is all about. Welcome to this. Every single day, I'm going to throw out a new concept. Today's concept was 90-10. Tomorrow's concept, we'll see how I'm feeling. It'll be something in regards to how to improve your health and fitness. I'm super excited about this. I'll be uploading as you know, daily is, is my best intentions, but as much as I possibly can to help you guys improve your future in fitness. Have a remarkable day. Happy holidays. Peace out.